Real hot girl shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm in my bag, but I'm in his too. <laughs> and that's why every time you see me, I got some new shoes. Look, bitch, I'm a star, got these niggas wishing He say he hungry, this pussy the kitchen Yeah, that's my doubt, he gon' sit down and listen Call him a trick and he don't get a holler Bitch, I'm a star, got these niggas wishing He say he hungry, this pussy the kitchen Yeah, that's my doubt, he gon' sit down and listen Call him a trick and he don't get offended He know he giving his money to Megan He know it's very expensive to date me Tell him go put my name on it account Because when I need money, I ain't tryna holler He know he giving his money to Megan He know it's very expensive to date me Tell him go put my name on it account Because when I need money Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. Happy Wednesday. Hey, it's hump day. It's hump day. It feels like we haven't been here in so long. I know, we haven't. I know, I'm so happy to be in our chairs, in our setup. I'm so happy to be in chairs, in our setup, and not have an event planned. Oh my god, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Oh I'm looking at our chalkboard across the way. There's nothing on it. It's, it's fucking a, great. It's a whiteboard. Not Whatever, a, a whiteboard. Make a sound there's old. nothing on it. It looks so beautiful. I'm so happy to see there's nothing on it. I'm like ready to put some things on it, but like I'm happy with this right now. Let's take our time. Because <laughs> that shit was the source of a lot of stress. Ooh. That board. Whew. I was um, like, this is gonna this is gonna be our make or break. <laughs> Are we gonna make it? Are we gonna make it past this? <laughs> Um, so we didn't put, we didn't have an episode last week because, um, we couldn't get our shit together. We were both in different coasts. Jamila was still in Atlanta. I was like in fucking Florida and New York. Um, so sorry about that. Someone messaged us. Someone mentioned that we're going to fall off because we haven't posted and where are we? A bitch needed a fucking minute. Okay, like I did. The person you told me? Yeah. Oh. I needed a second, okay? Like I could not post, think, talk, nothing about motherhood, mommyhood, good mommahood, nada. I couldn't do it. Like, good mom overload. Good mom fucking overload. (laughs) I don't know if we're gonna kill each other, kill ourselves. Like, I was like 10 seconds away from fucking cursing Jamila out. I was like trying to keep it together. She was 10 seconds from like cursing me out. like, you need to calm the fuck down. Yeah, like, whew. It was intense. I realized, like, a lot of things about my stress levels and how I handle things. <laughs> like, the anxiety. We lost some friends. <laughs> like, yo, shit was just... It ten- was. Tensions were high. It was literally, like, tensions were high up... I mean, I wanted to say up until we got on stage, but, like, even after that, <laughs> the next day, it was a lot. Like, okay, let's just let's just recap this whole thing, because it's it's it's... It's intense. <laughs> so if you don't know, we're talking about our... We just had a live show in Atlanta last Sunday. Last Sunday. Yeah. I don't know, the Sunday before last. Sunday before last. Our first out-of-state show. Right. And we we decided this at, like, last minute, maybe, like, two, mon- two mi- months before, because we found out there was a, a, a all-women's podcast convention that weekend, and our friend, Danielle, from Marriage and Martinis, was going to be there. She's like, you guys should come. And I was like, this is a good time to have our show, Erica. So we're like, let's do it. Fuck it. Fuck it. We could do it. Two people show. Perfect. We could do everything. <laughs> um, we realized that was fucking insane. <laughs> We did it, though, We bitch. did it. We did it. <laughs> it was absolutely insane. Um, okay, so let me just, let's start from the beginning. So we had to do all this shit, email people, get these fucking bags, ship everything from L.A. to Atlanta that we needed, ship various things from different people to different people in Atlanta, like, hey, my friend, I'm shipping 20 boxes to your house. I hope that's cool. 
Um, I get to Atlanta. My dumbass, I let this guy who I've literally known 10 years ago, and he was crazy 10 years ago, pick me up. He's like, he can cook. That's what it was. So I was like, okay, you can pick it up from the airport. This bitch in her stomach. I get it from the airport. He picks me up. We immediately run out of gas. <laughs> he's like, he's, he mentions he needs gas, but I didn't think, twice. like, literally we left, we left the airport. We, we got to like, uh, what's the exit where uh, the varsity is? It's like right 10 minutes from the airport. We stop. And I'm like, he's like, oh no. I'm like, you ran out of gas? We call Hero because in Atlanta, if you stop on the freeway, they, they'll come get, they'll come give you gas. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how long it's going to take. So I'm like, I think there's a gas station off the exit. We walk up the ramp off the exit, get a gas can, get gas, <laughs> fill it up. Okay, fine. That's fine. I wasn't even tripping. I'm like, this is, this is going to be a fun trip. <laughs> get to his apartment. And immediately he starts talking about, like, how much he's missed me, um, you know, how he's never forgotten. And I'm like, what is he talking about? Like, I vaguely remember the hangout. And the one hangout I do remember is because this crazy nigga pulled a gun on my 21st birthday party. What? He met me, like, one week, and then he's like, he, he, was, he parties. He's like, you can have a party in my apartment. I was, like, 21. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, I'll bring all the food. I'll bring crab legs. I'm like, bet. I invited, like, probably, like, 60 people. Then other people started coming that we didn't know. Then we went up to his apartment, his condo. He was going to throw ones at me, and this, like, dirty bitch stole the ones. What do you mean he was going to throw ones at you? I don't know. Like, for what? Were you for stripping my, for him? No. Or just, just, just on your birthday? I was, also, I was also just wearing a bikini and high heels the entire birthday. <laughs> the entire birthday. That's all I remember is, like, I was wearing this bikini and high heels. I never took them off. Because I was 21. That's what I, Well, I would do that now. <laughs> so we went upstairs. This bitch steals the $100 that was on the counter. He flips out. First of all, the apartment is not, the condo is not that big. Because first it was in the pool, but I had the fucking bathing suit on. It goes up to the thing. The girl steals the money. He pulls out a gat on the whole party. I had, like, co-workers there from the Marriott. I had, like, all these people. <laughs> Even then, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Everybody leaves. That ends the party quickly. Did you get that money back? Never got the money back. I found out who stole it, though. It was dirty bitches. <laughs> um, so this is why I probably shouldn't have went to hang out with this guy. Because that. But I was like, well, it was a long time ago. Anyway. Oh. He starts telling me how much he's missed me, and he's been waiting for this opportunity to come, like, come back. And then he's, like, he, like, touches me, and I, like, pushed him off a little. He's, like, man, that's why I like girls from L.A. He's, like, because y'all don't, you you tough. You don't, you know, like, girls out here be tripping. I'd be, like, so I was, like, well, what do you mean they be tripping? He's, like, you know, I I touch them. They'd be, like, you know, trying to tell my friends I'm aggressive. (laughs) Oh, God. You know, they'd be trying to, like, you know, make it a big deal. I was, like. Well, I'm not afraid of you because I'll fuck you up. And I was like, but you know, there is this thing called consent. So in my head, as soon as he said this, I'm like, well, how many friends have they told? You know, if you're talking to my boy saying I'm this and I'm that. So in my head, I'm like, fuck my life. (laughs) What have I signed up for? Then he continues to talk about how he likes young girls, but not too young. How old is he? Probably 40 something. Oh, Lord. Okay. Uh Keep in mind, he met me when I was 20. He showed me, he's like, yeah, because my other girl, I know her since she was 19. This other girl, I know her since she was 18. Now they're like, your age now. And I was like, so you like young girls? He's like, well, I like girls that age, young, that look good and age well. It's like, okay. So you like young girls? Mm-hmm. He's, like, <laughs> he's like, but the difference between me and R. Kelly is. Oh, God. No, he did not. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Oh, no. I don't, I won't go below 18. I was like, you think that's the difference between sane and insane? <laughs> 
<laughs> so I was already like, okay, panicking a little bit between like the rapey comment and the like underage comment. I'm like, okay, well, he's just being honest. Okay, whatever. Continues to drink. He makes me crab legs or chilling. So the night comes and he's like, he gets real close to my face and he's like, we're going to make, you know, if we have sex tonight, you're going to remember. I was like, uh, what makes you think we're having sex tonight? He's like, well, at least you're going to kiss me, right? I was like, I don't know about all that. <laughs> he's like, just, he's like, breathe out your nose. I was like, what? He's like, just, just breathe out your nose. He gets real close to my face, like to my <laughs> nose. He's like, ah, I remember that. I remember that scent. <laughs> I was like, Oh, God, no. Wait, so he's into your pheromones? Like, what the fuck is happening? Yes, and then this is another thing that really irritated me, and this is something that men should listen to because niggas do this all the time. When he offered to let me stay, pick me up from the airport, he's like, you can stay in my son's bedroom. And I was like, cool. I was like, no, he's like, you can, he said, he'll sleep in his son's bedroom. I can stay in his. And I was like, whatever, cool. Like, you don't have to put me out. I'm smaller. I can stay in your son's bedroom. So I get there, and I'm like, so what happened to your son's bedroom? He's like, uh, there's no sheets on it. I was like, you don't have any sheets? I mean, I do, but like, they're from my bed. I'm like, so you don't have any sheets in here. So basically, you put something on the table and presented something a certain way. And in fact, you had no intention for it to happen that way. And basically, you fucking lied. Right. I hate this type of shit. Don't do this, adults. This is dumb. <laughs> I'm not a child. But anyway, I'm like, I'm still not like super scared because I'll throw bleach in your eyes. <laughs> So I'm like, we can lay down or whatever. He's like cuddling the shit out of me. I'm like, at first I was like making out with him. And then I was like, I, I got really uncomfortable. I was just like, I need you to get off of me. He's like, for real? I was like, yep, you need to get off of me. He's like, for real? I was like, absolutely. I'm asking you to get off of me. And he like waited like 30 seconds to see if I was for real. And I was like looking at him. And then he's like, all right. Then he starts to snore. Oh, God. <laughs> When I say I wanted to stab him, <laughs> I was so tired. Like, we've been, like, relentlessly working for this show. And then, like, even when we were sleeping, we're not sleeping because we're stressing about it. So I hadn't really slept. I was, I woke up so early. I text everybody in my phone. Hey, what's up? Where are you? Are you close to this place? Hey, what's up? Where are you? Are you close to this place? But before I got to get picked up, he rolled over on top of me, put his nose in my armpit. <laughs> Took a big whiff. I was like, oh. I was like, in my head, I was like, I, this is not happening. I can't wait to tell someone. <laughs> then he proceeds to tell me, I remember that smell. I remember your armpits. Yeah, he said, I remember ten years, ten years ago. I was, oh my god, I'm so, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I was inside you and I sniffed your armpit. You didn't notice, but I got harder. Oh, <laughs> I could have never packed my shit up so fast in my life. He, was, he made me breakfast on the balcony. He made me a drink. I was literally looking. He took a picture of me. I didn't notice until later. I was looking over the balcony, waiting for my friend. <laughs> and he took a picture like, oh, this is my friend. I made her breakfast. I hope she has a good show. And I'm literally like my back is so looking <laughs> over the balcony. <laughs> when I say I, he was like, my friends told me not to tell you this. I've been thinking about you since then. In my head, I was like, you think you should have listened to your fucking friends. So I leave, right? So I took all my shit out. He's like, oh, you're not coming back? I was like, oh, you know, I'll be around. I'm just going to, I got a lot of shit in here. I got uh, I got a lot to do. I just, you know, I'll be, I'll be in touch. <laughs> I ran out of there, right? He calls me 10 minutes later. <clears throat> hey, I, I just really cleared my schedule because I knew you were coming in town. I just thought you were staying with me. Like, are you coming back? I was like, um, did I scare you off? I was like, um, 
listen, I have a lot of commitments on here. I have a lot of people to see, and I have a lot of things to do for this show. So I'm not going to make any promises. I'm cool, but uh, I'll, I'll call you. Don't call me. <laughs> I was scared. I know. You text me like, um, what? are you here yet? What's going on? <laughs> hey, like, I'm freaking out. I saw that Danielle text you. You were like, hey, I'm coming over. Come to your hotel. Anybody. Like, I was literally <laughs> like, anybody. Um... So that was like the first lesson, like, bitch, you're not 20 anymore. Don't be doing dumb shit. This is not 21-year-old Atlanta, and you are not 20-year-old Jamila. And I, was, I learned quickly, like, bitch, you're too smart for this, okay? And not drunk enough, nearly. <laughs> um, and then he was supposed to come to the show and didn't. Thank God. Thank God. And, and then, I hope he doesn't listen to this, which I'm sure he will, but this is, you need to know that this is... Does he listen? Uh, he has. Mm-hmm. This is, these are things you don't do to women, because this freaks them out. Um, but he, he then, oh, he didn't come to the show and he said my something about his mom's lungs and, and he said, believe it or not, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. That's another thing. If you ain't, if we haven't connected in 10 years, I'm not your close friend and I don't want to talk to you about your mom's health. <laughs> and that sounds bitchy. It does. No, it's not. It's, it is what it is. I would not reach out to someone I haven't spoken to in a year and say, I want to talk to you about well, my mom. Well, that was probably his attempt at some, having some sort of emotional attachment to you and wanting to connect in any way possible. You so. know, and, and, I, and I get it. And you know what? It was the first lesson of the trip for me because I had a lot of um, similar experiences with people I've had. People who are actually closer to me than this person, though. This guy is a little crazy. Um, like ex-girlfriends and stuff that I like hung out with and like just people. And people are just really invested in our relationships. And I realized, like, I'm that type of person. People really get connected to me. And sometimes it's not mutual, you know? And I think that's a special quality of mine, but I also have to be, like, conscious of... That cancer. (laughs) Yeah, I have to be really conscious because this nigga thought we were getting married. (laughs) For sure. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, this is crazy. Like, you're fucking nuts. And he was a nice guy. He tried really hard to, like, accommodate me and be nice. And I appreciate that. But, like, it was just a little... It was just a little left. Too heavy. Anyway, my wonderful friend Sydney picked me up, thank God, <laughs> um, and she went with me to the venue, and Erica wasn't there yet, and I was like, look, Sid, like, what can we do to make this, like, space nice, you know, like, I, I need help. First, she was trying to drop me off. I was like, can you come inside with me? I, I, need, I need help. <laughs> my partner's not here. Like, please, bitch. <laughs> She's like, oh, okay, I like stuff like this. So she comes in. Then we go back to her apartment, we're sitting, getting high, and she's like, oh, you know what? My my bar stools would look really good at the show. This area rug would look really good at the show. Oh, you should take all my plants. I was like, so I could take your whole living room? <laughs> and we surely did. And we surely did. I was Thanks, like, Sydney. I said, I can arrange it. I can arrange for someone to pick up this entire living room. And I did, okay? Mm-hmm, sure did. Which was amazing. Um, and it really made the difference for our decor. She, like, Sydney pulled the stops out. <clears throat> so even though I had a really strange, rapey kind of stalker, Relate uh, situation that led me to Sydney, that led her to come with me to look at the venue, that led me to have her whole living room at the venue. <laughs> it just shows how divine things are. Truly. Um, and then, <laughs> and then Erica got there. <laughs> yeah, me. Just you know, raging anxiety. Oh, uh, raging, <laughs> raging. I'm like. Well, I had just come from home shopping network oh yeah like florida from florida on a show (laughs) stressed the fuck out there then came to atlanta got there and then what happened was you had i was like go to oh go to the venue 
Oh, yeah. To pick, to, to, Jamila sends me to the venue, a venue I've never been to with owners that are her people. And I'm like, I get there. And she's like, it's fine. Just tell them, like, oh, I get there because our stage riser is getting, getting delivered. delivered. But there's also, a, it's also a restaurant. So there's brunch. There's things that happen between Saturday and Sunday. They're telling. So they're telling. She, First of all, they don't know what she's talking about. No one knows what I'm talking about. And I'm like, I, I was like, I knew I was going to get here. And no one's going to know what I was talking about. Everything I knew that was going to happen happened probably because I manifested it because I was in like a very like negative place. <laughs> <laughs> so I get there and I'm like, hey, so I'm here for the podcast. They're like, who? I'm like, we're having a podcast outside. They're like, what? Where? And I'm like, is there an outside? They're like, yeah, just go out there. Go around the side. I'm like, where? So someone finally directs me. I get there and... It's set up for like brunch. It's set up for brunch. And I'm like, okay, so the event planning company is coming in like 10 minutes. And I'm talking to the person. I'm like, we have to set up a riser here. Jamila's like, no, don't worry. We're going to set it up and then we're going to move it in the basement. But I'm like, well, the event planning company can't know that because they're crazy. And they ask me all these motherfucking questions before we booked them because they're crazy. And they're going to charge us. Like, if you if you, if you, you touch, de- if you touch it, if you deassemble it, if, you, if, you, if there's stairs, if it's outside. So I'm there. And it's like all of the above. Uh, no one knows what the fuck of this riser is, where it's going. And so I'm, I call Jamila. And keep in mind, I had not slept. I had like partied all night. And I was just like, wait, what? Uh, I'm like, oh my god, this bitch is gonna kill me. This restaurant is gonna make me kill them. So I'm, I'm like, like, where, Jamila? Where do you? Where am I supposed to put this riser? She's like, it's fine, just put it there. I'm like, no, they're telling me I can't. Then the owner, the wife of the owner, I don't know who she is, Big Mama. Okay, <laughs> she calls me on ten, like damn near cursing She's me out. She's from Brooklyn, like low, like was just like, hey, so the riser's not going up. We're not putting the riser up. And I was like, okay, well, Jamila told me that. I don't care what Jamila said. It's not happening. And I said, okay, so like, hi, I'm Erica. She's like, it doesn't matter who you are. It's not going. I was like, okay. Uh, She's like, and when I get there, it better not be up. I was like, God damn, bitch. So I hang up and I call Jamila and I'm like, Bitch, this is why you needed to be here. Your people. These are your fucking people. I don't know what the fuck is going on here. So I'm like, let me call you back. So then, so I'm calling Jamel, the bar manager that never answers the phone, Jamel, <laughs> ever. Like the whole time we've been in contact, does not text back, does not answer. It's the sweetest man in the world, but does not text back. He's like, oh yeah, let me let me figure it out. Then I call Ma, who just cussed her out, and I'm like, and she is scary. Like she's an she's older, terrifying. She's like, it doesn't get better. The story of Ma doesn't get better she, with time either. She's just like, <laughs> she's a good person. She's just direct. So she's like, no, I didn't tell you that. They need to put it somewhere. I don't care. I don't figure out. Unless you're going to give me th- write me a check for $3,500 for my brunch. I'm not. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, what the fuck are we about to do? I'm like, listen, they're going to charge us. We've been up wasted money. But She's like, I don't care. Okay. So we hang out. <clears throat> Five minutes later, t- Erica texts me. It's fine. The guy just put it downstairs in the basement. They well, thank him. God. It wasn't the guy who I talked to on the phone. It was like some just some random dudes that he had to come bring the shit. And then the, I, the delivery guys don't give a fuck. The about delivery those guys ones. just carted out down there, and I was and I was like, please, like I know it's farther than twenty five feet because it was like if it's more than twenty five feet from the car to the venue, it's extra. Blah, blah, blah. And what did he say? And He's I like, was like, I'm a single mom. I was like, please. They didn't even give a fuck. I literally was like, I'm a single mom. I don't <laughs> did have he, money. Did, did you even have to say any of and that? And he was like, baby, it's fine. That's one thing about Atlanta: um, the hospitality levels and the the chillness was so up, like so high that 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 kind of eased everything. Oof. 
that's yeah so then that worked out and that was fine i went back to I, actually i don't even like it's kind of a blur i don't even know what i did after you went that. to jennifer and then went to jennifer and, and then i met you jennifer and, oh yeah and, Wait, then, and then it got worse let me tell you how let me tell you how divine shit is so i was at I, I was at a hotel room because the night before i stayed at home all night with my friend mira did not answer the door so we got a room by mira's house so i was like let me get the fuck up this bitch is about to have a conniption <laughs> So something tells me to text this other guy <laughs> that I used to like hook up with in my building because he's like, I'm running errands today. Call me. He lives nowhere near. He lives like where I was staying is in Marietta in the north side. He lives in the west side. <clears throat> something just is like, where are your errands you're running? He's like, oh, I'm leaving Cumberland Mall. I'm across the street from Cumberland Mall. I'm like, can you come get me, please? He's like, yeah, I'm outside. <laughs> I'm like, trying to get my shit together, collecting my stuff. I'm like, I gotta go. I tell my friend, she's asleep. I'm like, I have to go. <laughs> this guy, who just happens to be across the street, at the, while I text him, hey, where are those errands you're running? At Cumberland Mall. Oh, I'm here. Picks me up. I go to Erica. As, a, as, our, as this girl comes down to get me to take us up, we pick up one more box. But the box is like, these two boxes we sent, first of all, we spent like $600 sending them because we're dumb. We waited to the last minute. And second of all, they're essential for the show. They're, essential. They're, crucial. They're like our merch. Our merch. Our, our, our sign, good mom sign. Everything. Like everything that was important and everything that was going to make us some money was in that fucking box. So We sent them together with the same address. So we get downstairs to the mailing office. There's one box. The small box. Not the one we fucking really need. So I'm looking through this thing. I'm like, I don't see our other box. I'm starting to flip out. And I, my flip out is different than Erica's flip out. I like internalize my flip. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so let's just take it calm. Let's just take it one step at a time. Because if I freak out, nothing's going to happen. So I, I get upstairs and I, I told Jen, I just heard, I just told our other this other girl, like, Erica's stressed the fuck out. She's stressing me out. And then we realize the box is not there. I'm like, She's about to flip the fuck out. <laughs> so we get upstairs and I'm like, Erica, there was only one box downstairs. And she's like, what? So there's like, it's like a, just a silence comes over the room. Like, we don't, we're just looking at each other. <laughs> just looking at each other. Like, okay, let's, so we start like looking at the, the UPS tracking. UPS tracking. And it says, it is 12.52 p.m. It says, your box will now be delivered at um, 1 p.m. on Monday. Monday. Our show is on Sunday. So I'm like, wait, where is the box? So we finally track the box at like 12.56. It's by the airport. And it's by the airport. Which is 20 minutes from where we are. And it's closing at 1 p.m. And it's 12.53. And I'm like, there's no way we're making it. There's no way. And I was just like, we got to try. We have to go up there and we have to try. We have to see if someone lags around. There's like, if we don't try... We'll never know. We'll never know. So we get in the Uber. We get in immediately. I tell the Uber driver, I'm like, look... You need to get us there. We need to drive fast, as fast as you can, while being safe. while being safe. And so he gets us there. He he did. He fucking hauled ass there. He did, but it was one fifteen. So we got there at one fifteen. And all I'm thinking is like, uh, Atlanta has a lot of black people. Black people will be clocking out five minutes before the time is <laughs> the shift is like, over. I'm out. I'm out. So we pull, and it's this huge UPS like hangar, like facility, parking lot, like fucking community it's huge so he drops me off at one end and drops erica off another end we're like jogging so she goes to like the hangar where like you would go pick up the package and i go to where i said i see people there's like an office so i go in there well jamila called and she's like there's nobody here they won't let me in the security guard is the security guard is not letting me in i'm like i'm like jogging (laughs) so i'm walking in and i just see so many people and i'm like what is going on here it's a fucking job fair for the holidays so there's so many people in there just trying to apply for jobs i am like 
walking around frantically, like panicking, like hyperventilating. <laughs> Finally, like they're literally, they're, they're sitting at school desks. Remember the school desks? They're like taking a test. They were like sitting at school desks, like the ones you had in like middle school. Oh, like, like the personals. Like yeah, the little personal desks. I opened, the, I see this like really handsome, he was fine. He was fine. A handsome like man in the in an office interviewing someone and I just like knock, I'm like, hi, um, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but I'm like freaking out because my box is missing and I need my box because I'm getting married tomorrow and my wedding dress is in the fucking box. And he was like, what? And I was like, yes, I'm getting married. My dress is in the box. Please, can somebody help me? And he's like, whoa, just. Meanwhile, the Uber driver has come back to get me from the other side of this strange place, UPS place. And I'm in the car and I go in and then Erica's like, I think think they're going to help us. I think they're going to help us. And this guy's like, everything's going to be fine. And then she discreetly says, oh yeah, by the way. I told him my wedding dress is in the box and my wedding's tomorrow. I'm like, what? Jamila's like, you don't think the show was important enough? I was like, no, no it no. needed to be emotional. Emotional mm-hmm. attachments. So he knocks on this girl's, this, this lady's office, who I had actually been knocking on her office and she was ignoring me. <laughs> and he went and knocks on her office. He's like, hey, Jean, so I have this young lady here. She's getting married. And her I think box, her name really was Jean. It is Jean. I'll yeah. never forget her fucking name. Jean, she's getting married and her box is in the th- she's like, oh no. Oh wait, let me we gotta we're gonna figure this out. Just give me one second. She like locks up her office and shit. Her me, Erica like, and Jean. She starts Sorry. making phone calls. We're she's like calling things the people on random cell phones. Trucks. Other yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna send out a we're gonna send out a, a, an announcement for all the truck drivers right now. All the truck drivers all over Atlanta. So we she walks us through the first of all we have to like take we have to like go, get, through, security. go through security. Like there's, a, there's like super certain protocol we have to follow like walk on certain lines. She's like hey stay in the line stay, stay in the line. line it's very dangerous it's very dangerous do you have any no photos no she's photos. like no cell phones I'm like what the fuck <laughs> kind of fucking secret area fifty one UPS shit have we walked into I wanted to laugh but I'm like I was just gonna have a pan I was panicking I was having a panic attack um and like I was had I was like on the verge of crying. <clears throat> And so we get there, and then there's like thousands of boxes. And then she's like, "We're gonna find the box somehow." And I was like, "No." Someone says gonna call us back, girl. I we just were walking through a huge warehouse, huge warehouse boxes, boxes, bitch. I must have saw that box with my laser fucking eyes. I think I think that's our box right there. I'm like, is it? Is it our box? It has Jamila's scribble scrabble writing on it. I'm like, it is our box. Oh my god. I like hug. We hug. I like literally. I'm like, I'm gonna cry right now thinking about it. My eyes are getting watery. I literally was in tears. I literally, like every all this. It was so. You would have really thought it it was our fucking wedding dress, bitch. I literally like fell on the floor. Like kissed Jean's feet. I like was like, Jean, I'm going to write you a review, whatever you need. There was another black woman in there who was like, these bitches are crazy. Right, right. She was like. Wait, then they got the box like, that's a pretty heavy wedding dress. We're like, oh, there's a couple other things in there. <laughs> and the box was low-key falling apart. I was like, oh my God, if they pick up this box and it falls apart and all this shit falls out and there's no wedding dress. Because Jean kept saying, you know, like if it was any anything, other. Any was, other situation, I wouldn't, I wouldn't just let you guys wait till Monday. Yeah, I'm she's like, like, if it were some shoes or anything like that. I'm like, Jean, thank you so much. So shout out to Jean from UPS in Atlanta because bitch, you saved a motherfucker. Shout out to life. everyone in Atlanta that literally saved us on a lot of occasions. Okay, because there's more. Wait, we're not even done. We're not even done. I know, this sounds crazy, right? <laughs> So we get the box. We somehow get all the furniture to the show. Oh no no! And then we get the box and we get back to the the house. Oh. And then we get another alert that one of our other boxes didn't make it. Oh yeah, another box didn't make it. Oh yeah, our, our sign. sign. <laughs> Vista fucking print. Fuck Vista print. Fuck Vista print. We got a sign delivered. It was, but they sent it back to Canada because they're dumb. 
So we're like, we don't have a sign. It's the end of the world. <laughs> Our sign that we got for this event isn't coming. Like, one win, one loss. But at least, like, the big box came. And now, in all honesty, we didn't really fucking need that sign. But at the time, it seemed very high, like, very... Very important. Very important. Everything was very important. <laughs> and then at this point, I feel like we still hadn't really run the show. Yeah, that's... We haven't run the show one, one time. time ever. So, I don't even know... We were literally running the show while Jamila was taking a shower and I was doing my makeup. I was, I was, doing, I was doing my hair. I was, like, dyeing my hair. And I was like, I gotta do this. So, just come in the bathroom. <laughs> so, like, we knew generally what we wanted to do with the guests. But, like, we just didn't... I don't know. Thank God we do this every week. I know. Because then we can kind of, like... Play off of each, each other. other. Yeah. But it was fine. But it was just... And then when we got in the room, I mean, honestly, in L.A., I was so nervous. And then when I got in the room in Atlanta, I wasn't that nervous. I was like, my people. <laughs> Thank God, my people are. I didn't know anybody, but, but it, I but, almost made it better. No, but it wasn't my people. It was some faces that I knew, but it was mostly faces I did not know. But I still felt comfortable. Yeah. it was. A, the audio guy was fucking up a few times with the microphone. Our DJ didn't get our, our memo. Uh, All of our, so, we, we didn't get a rehearsal, so it yeah. was yeah. But everything was really good. Everybody was really nice to us. And then to make matters even better, because people had asked us like, "Can we smoke at this venue?" And we don't want to be the culprits saying yes. We got to smoke out in the tent. Like everybody had, was, everybody lit their blunts together, rolled their blunts together, passed their blunts together, took shots together. Oh my god, it was and it was just like. There was just so much participation, too, because you never know, like, if people are just going to be staring at you in silence, like, afraid to ask things, yeah. and, like, I just appreciated, like, the energy in the room. A lot of women that don't even know us, that, like, felt comfortable enough, comfortable enough to, like, share things, ask us things, do, what, what are you looking at? Did you get a new piercing? Yeah, I did. Oh, I'm like, am I tripping, or is that a new piercing? Yeah, I got it in New York, Two? and it's infected. I, this one? This well, this I got this one I had and he re-pierced it. Mm-hmm. Well, and I went to I went to a shop to get this done. Then I went to I was being cheap, so I went down the street to another like shady shop and he bucked my shit up. Was it a gun? No, it was already pierced, but it was kind of closed, mm. and so he like was jamming it through. Did he do it with a gun though? No, he just then he pulled out some strange needle, which I don't even know if it was clean, and that's why I think I'm infected oh. on both ears. But great, yeah. sorry that was random. I was <laughs> just looking at her like, does this bitch have more? I don't know. Okay. Um. <laughs> Um, but anyway, I just was so, I was just like, I, I, and honestly too, like our guests, that kind of came together last minute, like Shanisha, Shanisha, that we've been calling Shanisha for a year and a half. Yeah, Shanisha, who's from Black Moms Blog, we didn't, we did an episode with her, she's the only phone interview we've ever done on the podcast, so we've actually never met her, and we asked her to come, she flew in from like a convention straight to the podcast to come be on our shit, we've never met in person, we had no idea what our dynamic was going to be like, I mean, we had a phone conversation before, but even that was just like really standard, yeah, and like Lauren, never met her before, Lauren from Real Housewives of Atlanta, like that was a hookup through one of our homeboys, Carlton, who lives out here, who knows her, was so cool, came on, shared some, like, really funny, funny personal shit. shit. Like, it was just, like, perfect. Couldn't have asked for, like, better guests to, like, also kind of, like, our show is fun, but also, like, to bring it down and, like, have a real conversation. Right, right, right. And then Danielle, of course, too. Like, our married wife, our, our, we had a segment on the show called Ask a Wife, where we asked Danielle a bunch of, like, inappropriate shit. But, like, things I want to know as a married person. Like, are you still sucking dick in cars? Yeah. Like, are you still giving roadhead? Like, do you, does he finger you? Right. Like, how do you have sex with three adult kids in the house? So... I just like really appreciated the energy and everything and the honesty, the honesty. <clears throat> so it all worked out. And then 
the next day. So we're all hyped. It's finally over. And um, our dear, wonderful bar manager is like, leave everything here. We got it. And we're like, okay. So we leave. No, actually, Sydney went and told him. He was like, look, they are single moms. We have worked our ass off. We need this night. Sydney said that? Yeah. She told Jamel that. She was like, we need this night. You guys need to figure this shit out because we're leaving. We're leaving. You got to figure this out. And he was like, and then I went up to him because I was like, are you guys? He's like, go, go enjoy your night. You guys deserve it. I was like, she sure did tell him that. Wait, first of all, we have such like, such like down ass friends. Sydney, I don't know what she was over there doing with the bar manager. I don't, I'm, I'm glad she did it because I didn't have any energy to do it. But we set up like literally, literally right before the show came, started to the point where people were showing up and we were still like wearing sweats. I'm like, you're here for the show? <laughs> Give us five minutes. Give me that. Um, she... I was holding shit down with the bar manager. Ashley fucking uh, held shit down. Two of our friends flew in from L.A. to come enjoy the show, and they fucking worked the show. If without them, there would have been no motherfucking show. For real. Like, literally. I've, we've learned so much about what needs to happen if we're going to do more out-of-town shows, which we want to do. But goddamn, we're gonna need friends in every city, okay? If you want to sign up for a roll, call us, okay? Because we had a, we had someone working the door. Mira, my best friend, Mira was like security slash door girl. She's like, do I need to? Uh, she's she told me all my boyfriends who came, like all the people I went on dates with that week, were like looking at her like, bitch, I don't need no ticket. <laughs> um, Donna, it was just bomb. Um, but the next day we had to come back and get our shit, right? So we went out, we partied because that's what we do, and then somehow like nine o'clock, we like 10, 11, we rolled over, and I was like. Bitch, we gotta go back. We, we gotta, gotta get, get this goddamn sense. riser. We gotta get this fucking riser for this event company again. They, get, they need to get it picked up. So we get there. No, so again, I just happened to call a friend, and she's close by, and she has my jacket. I'm like, I, go, I was supposed to go p- be picking up my jacket. I just, me and Erica come down with bubble wrap, and we're like, can you drop us off? <laughs> and we get to, first of all, side note, when I was trying to get the riser into the venue, Jamila kept telling me about a homeless man named Johnny who was going to be my point of contact for the event. And I was like, Jamila, I cannot tell an event planning company that the point of contact is Johnny the homeless man outside. Low-key, even Devin was like, oh, yeah, I think I know Johnny. Oh, who's Devin? Uh, Johnny's baby daddy. Oh, okay. She, who owns who has a, the, the bar down the street. He he's does like, know Johnny. I know. He's a neighborhood, it's neighborhood Jay. I don't care. Johnny can't be the point of contact. So we get there, and, like, we can't get in the bar. No, but, we, but Johnny's there. So he's knocked out. Knocked the fuck out. In the tent. He's, like, the resident tent guy the back like he just holds down like the parking and the tent and the the local bars you know but in atlanta that's just like generally like there's some like there's some like i don't know how to say resident thumbs (laughs) that help at the gas stations help at certain places parking lots johnny's ass so we pull up my friend leaves us my phone's about to die the bar manager who promised us our stuff is inside is not answering he's going straight to voicemail And the truck pulls up to pick up the riser. And we're like, um, listen, uh, it's not open yet. Can you come back in a... 30 minutes? 30 minutes. He's like, oh, man, she'll shot it because... Uh, I'm going to get some breakfast. We're going to get some breakfast. We a little early anyway. Come on, come on. So thank God they leave. <laughs> we go across the street. Wait, we go. So I sneak into the tent. Johnny's knocked the fuck out in the tent. He's not doing shit. <laughs> so we're like, so, so first of all, we're dehydrated and dying of thirst because we got drunk the night before. My phone's dead. Bar manager's not answering. We have no idea. The restaurant's closed on Monday. We have no idea how we're about to get in. And some, strangely enough, fucking freak out ass Erica is not freaking out. She's like, I don't know, girl. Everything's, God's just worked it out thus far. He'll work it out again. And I'm like, 
guess you're right. <laughs> so we go across the street to like there's this, like a marketplace it's that like a, a indoor like marketplace with all these different like vendors like it's really big and it's really beautiful on Edgewood and I've I've lived in Atlanta I lived in Atlanta for seven years I've never I didn't even know the shit was there and I've been there like on the street a lot of times so we go on I'm like damn I didn't know this was here we go to we find a coffee shop. We're just sitting at the coffee shop, like, do 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 like, I, I wonder what's going to happen <laughs> when they come back and we can't get in. And as we're sitting there, Erica looks past me and she goes, oh my God. I was like, what? She's like, isn't that him? I was, so I turn around, I'm like, who? She's like, isn't that, isn't that Jamel, the bar manager? I turn around and I'm like, oh my fucking God. <laughs> I run out into the, the hallway and his two kids just embraced me and Erica like, so tight. Like, hug us. Like, he, they know us. They gave us so, so much, much love. love. I was like, that's exactly how I feel. And we're like, Jamel, what are you doing here? We've been calling you. He's like, I lost my phone. Someone stole my phone last night. He's so like, if anyone stole Jamel's phone, that is not nice. You need to take it back. <laughs> but anyway, Jamel got an extra phone. and was She's like, I just came over here because I didn't know how I was going to like find you guys. And so I'm here. We hugged that Jamel so fucking hard that day. I was like, oh my God, Erica, you were right. Like, God really is looking out for us. So we get back to the spot. Jamel's like, I don't have the key. Yeah, the, the manager is supposed to meet me here with the key. He meets me usually on Mondays. I'm like, usually on Mondays he meets you? He's like, I don't have his number. Like, um, you have so-and-so's number. So-and-so. I'm like, I don't have nobody's number. <laughs> so now it's me, Erica, Jamel, and his two sons. And Johnny. And Johnny, who's still asleep. <laughs> who's still passed out. Johnny's still, we're all in the tent. Johnny's passed out. And my homegirl who dropped us off, who knew my phone was about to die, had delivered some waters and juice to a bench. <laughs> and she texted, she DM'd us like, I left some juices on that bench where I left you guys. You guys were gone when I got back. So we're like in the, so we're telling, we're like looking at each other like, what are we going to do about this fucking riser? We're going to charge us an extra day. The riser's literally trapped in the basement, and there's a huge lock on it. There's like a gate and four locks. So Jamel, <laughs> I don't know where this nigga finds a he, sledgehammer. He starts banging the fuck out of the lock. He's here, bow, bow, literally for an hour, for an hour straight. This poor man. It's First just, of all, he went to the he went to the fire station to try to find a cutter. He went next door to some technology school where he just, thought he was gonna find some shit. He got tools somehow. He like went around the neighborhood, found these tools, and was banging. These locks. I'm like, are you going to get in trouble for breaking the locks? He's like, no, it's fine. You need to get your shit out. <laughs> and now the truck pulls back up to pick up this fucking riser. And the fucking lock is not open yet. <laughs> so the, these two guys come back in like, oh, yeah, we heard that banging. Is that what he over here doing? So he go, they look at the lock. He's like, oh, yeah, he almost going to get that thing open. Like, can you please come back in 15 minutes? It's almost open. Please. <laughs> He's like, well, Shorty, if you take me, if you give me your number. I'm like, listen, just come back in 15 minutes. <laughs> as soon as they pull off, Jamel, bow, pops this, the third lock off to the basement. I was like. <sighs> it was, it was a joyous moment. It really was. I was just like, God, wow. You're just trying to stress us out and bring us through every time, huh? <laughs> trying to make a Christian out of me. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> For real. I believe. For real. I'm like, okay, God, I get it. So we got everything out. Everything worked out. I literally went back to the house, packed up, and got on a flight straight to Florida to do to go back to work. Um, but it all worked out. And it was great. And in, my, in our Atlanta trap, there are some other things outside of the show that happened. So 
There's this, um... Did you write it down in your book? No, no, no. I'm just, I'm not doing this right now. I was thinking about this, this, there's this podcast in Atlanta. Oh, oh my God. I forgot about this part. So there's this podcast in Atlanta that I had reached out to, um, because I thought maybe we, while we were there, we could record and like do like, you know, uh, cross, cross podcast situation. There had been no way to do it anyway. There was absolutely no time. Zero time. But we had like reached out to them and... Texted and ta- a little bit. No, er- I, Erica had. Uh, yeah, we had texted. Actually, did I talk to her on the phone? I think I talked to her on the phone. I don't know. Whatever. We talked to her on the phone, and she had asked. She, they're they're like a large. They're like semi larger podcast than us. They do some. They've been they've been doing like more like out of state shows than us. They've they've had a show longer. A show longer. Yeah. So when they asked us about like where we're having our podcast, I told them that we're having a BQE lounge, which is a bar, bar restaurant. And they're like, "Oh, that's cool." And like, I thought we had really cool rapport. Like, we were just- uh, she asked them a couple questions, like advice questions, yeah. like we're doing this. This is our first time doing out of town. Like, what did you guys do for this or that? Maybe three questions, right? So I happened to um, listen to their episode like the week after the week after our conversation. Just so happened to tune in. Yeah, and she is talking about her next show and that people need to buy tickets. And she's like, you know, we're having a show. If you haven't bought tickets, make sure you buy those tickets because this isn't like those other podcasts that do po- that do bar podcasts, like where you have a podcast in a bar. And, 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 and anyone can, can just, come. Anyone can just come and walk in. This ain't that. So make sure you buy your podcast because this ain't that, honey. And I was like, oh. So immediately Erica calls me like, I think this bitch is trying to throw shade. I'm like, well, what do you mean? She's like, she's talking about, you know, this ain't that. She's like. I had told her we were having our podcast in a bar literally like a few days before. And then this is the new episode. So I knew that it was connected. And I just felt like, wow, that's so whack because I thought we had good rapport. I mean, I think she's continually thought we did. Because she didn't know you'd listen and she didn't she know, know you'd listen. Yeah. But I just feel like it's so lame when women feel like they have to throw someone under the bus to make themselves feel more elevated. And I actually did a little post about this on my stories around that week because I was pissed. Because I was just so disgusted by the fact that, like, girl, we're not even in the same genre of a podcast. Like, we are not, we don't even, yeah, we talk about similar things, but we're our, our podcast is rooted Much, in parenthood. Yeah. So, like... I, I don't even know why there's even a competition. There's enough space for everyone, and that's what I really get sad for, for us as women. And there's not that many black women in the podcast. Is that where we feel like we have to belittle one another because we feel like we're crabs in a barrel, and we have to, like, fight one another or take jabs at one another. Even, even if you weren't even, like... And that's another thing. You guys jab at someone, bitch. You better come at me all the way. You better say the name. You better, like... I, I don't like the... Subliminals. Subliminals. Yeah, I'm not into that. So I saw that shit, and I was like, all right, bitch, well, I'm definitely not hitting you up when I come. So she had messaged me, like, oh, hey, um, I heard you're, you're, I saw you're in town, like, I want to come to the show. And I was like, cool. She's like, are you, she said, um, are you selling tickets, or is it free? And I said, tickets, LOL. You said that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, bitch, fuck you. So I, I was like, tickets, LOL. She's like, oh, okay. And then she kind of like didn't say anything. She's like, okay, I guess I'm going to go get my ticket. And I didn't respond. I'm like, yeah, bitch. You better buy that goddamn ticket. Because it ain't that thing. Because you ain't going to get no free pass over here. You might have. You might have gotten like, because I, I, I wanted them to come. But then I was like, you know what? Let me not. I'm glad oh. they didn't. Because they oh. probably would have like tried to like, I don't know. I mean, they would talk shit. Probably would have talked talk shit. Because my idea, I said, oh, yeah, tell a bitch to come. I would have gladly liked her to come because I wanted to be on stage and be like, did you check her ticket at the door? Specifically this one? I'm sorry. Um, yeah, because it's not that type of show. I would like, I'd, pre- I'd prefer, and I've realized this in all of the confrontations 
I've had or didn't have this week. I would prefer people to talk directly to me if you have some bullshit to say, which just seems not the case with women. It's unfortunate. And so I just, whatever. So anyway, fast forward to the night of our, our show. show. We go out and we like, to Bone, who's like our, D, who's our DJ, which also so divine as well, because I actually met to Bone maybe like eight years ago in Atlanta. I was shooting a movie and like I was out there by myself and I, went, I happened to go to this bar alone because I literally didn't know anyone. And I'm sitting there like eating alone and he comes up to me and he... He's like, hey, what's up? I'm Tabone. And I'll never forget because I'm like, you don't forget that name. And also his hair was like very distinct at the time. And we exchanged information and we always like messaged music to each other for a, a while. And then I lost track of him. And then Jamila was like, Tabone's going to DJ. This guy, DJ Tabone, is DJing our shit. And I was like, shut the fuck up. That can't be the same person. She's like, what does he look like? And I described him. And she's like, oh my God, I've met him. Yeah. So anyway, he invites us out to this little party that he's, I don't, was he DJing? I don't remember. Yeah, some, no. some shit he was doing. And I see this girl from the podcast walking down, walking towards us down out of the out of the out of the club. And she saw me. I saw her. Hi. I didn't say a guy. I didn't say shit to her. Because, no, I know. But like, I just thought it was so funny. Like, bitch. Yeah, you didn't buy that ticket because you're not really a supporter. You don't really give a fuck, and you're actually a hater. You're actually a hater. That's really, it's not, it's the first thing, the most important thing overall is that you're a hater. Mm. And she didn't speak because she also probably knew she was a hater. Yeah, it just, it was just whack overall, and I'm just so disappointed. Did, she, thought, did you think, did, she, did you see her like even hesitate to maybe speak? No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's just whack. I, I know she saw me. She, she quickly went downstairs with her whack ass. So... I just feel like it's really unfortunate, and unfortunately, I, we've encountered this a few times in the process of, you know, building this, our shit, where women appear to want to help you, or they have these empowering platforms, and they're actually the meanest ones. Mm, they're actually the most hating-ass yeah. ones. And it's unfortunate, and, but I, you know, everything happens for a reason. You know, maybe, like, she wasn't supposed to be there because she was going to try and steal aspects of our show. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh, I send her love. I send her peace because I don't ever wish poorly on anyone. But, you know, it, it's really a reflection of you and has nothing to do with me. So that happened in Atlanta. There's been a lot of things, I think, that I've had to, like, not personalize and then recognize, like, some things... A lot of things, most things, are a reflection of other people and not you. People will project shit on you and be mean and be this, but it's because it's their like their ugly insides. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what it is about us that she feels threatened by. I mean, that we have a bomb ass community, that we're multidimensional and not just one type of podcast that we can talk about all different types of things. I don't know. Um, but that's a personal problem and I will never, ever, ever go on her podcast and she will never be on mine. So <laughs> that's cool. Um, anyway, what else happened in Atlanta? Uh, I just, I went on, I went on, a, I went on a date, <laughs> um, with a, someone who listens to the podcast that found me through the podcast that I have not, I'd never met in person. Oh, yeah, that was your first time meeting him. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was interesting. I popped up on her date. 
Not only did I pop up, our other two friends were already there. And I just happened to be at dinner next door. I was joking that I was going to pop up. But I'm like, oh, they're right next door. I'm definitely popping up. Um, and I was also on a date. Uh, I went on a lot of dates. And I did a lot of 20-year-old Jamila things. Just I went to Star Bar on Tuesday. If you're in Atlanta, I've never been to Star Bar on Tuesday. on Little Five Points. It's bomb. It's disco music. MJQ on Wednesday. I did that too. All the classic Atlanta things. Um... I got some head in the car on Peachtree. <laughs> Great. Yeah, like one of these. Like, have you ever done one of these? Like, if you're driving. <laughs> Wait, was he driving? Yeah, like he was driving, and then I was in the passenger seat, and then like. <laughs> Wait, he was driving the car? Yes, I was. <laughs> so was he like checking in back yeah, and like, forth? Like, if it. <laughs> like, what the fuck was happening here? If the, if the light turned red, I like leaned my body up against. Oh my god, I wish... Okay, well, if you join our Patreon, <laughs> you can definitely see what's happening because Jamila's showing me. Okay. Yeah. So he's driving and he's like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. And then we pulled over. <laughs> Wait, was this after my date? Yeah. Okay, because you told me that because I sent Jamila home. Yeah, they weren't allowing me to go out. They were going out and they're like, you have to... I had to bring the furniture. You hadn't slept. Oh, I hadn't slept. You told me you haven't slept in 24 hours and you were trying to go out with us and our show was the next day. Yeah. I was like, bitch, go home. So I had to go home, and I told that guy, I'm like, well, I'm not allowed to come to your house because Erica told me no, but <laughs> if you want to figure something out on the way. <laughs> and so we did. Um, we pulled over, got a little, got, not little, got some D in the car. I like exciting sex, so that was fun. Um, and then he dropped me off. Um, and then the next day, yeah, I went to get an outfit, pick up that furniture, drop it off, meet up with you to go to the show. What else happened? I met up with an ex-girlfriend, one of my like first girlfriends I've ever had, who is so sweet, and I hadn't seen her in a long time, but same. She was just like, no, I can never forget you ever since this relationship, da 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 It was just like very deep, and I had like not thought about it in 10 years. <laughs> but it also reminded me, like, I'm such, I am kind of a lesbian, because we had some lesbian sex. It was kind of bomb. Um... It was good. I wasn't mad at it. I was like, oh, yeah, this is why I used to be a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> you and the used to be. Yeah. Um, anything else? Um, no. Oh, well, then we had, so then we had uh, one of the guys. So the one of the, when we have this male listener. I don't even know if he's a listener, actually. I think he, I don't think he listens. I think he just, like, looks at our Instagram. Oh, really? I don't think he listens. Okay. Oh yeah, sugar. Sugar. So sugar. And we call him sugar. <laughs> we call him sugar because he always, he sends us nudes. He sends us nudes, and his dick is big, is huge. And he lives in Atlanta, and he's been like waiting to like come to one to come to our show, and he showed up to our show, and I barely even got to talk to him. He was like kind of lurking around, like trying to like connect with us, but there was like a lot happening. So much happening. Um. So he's actually kind of cute. He I, was really cute. I messaged him a few times after. I was like, "What are you doing?" Um, because I was like, <laughs> <"What?"> <laughs> "Hi." I told him I was like, "Oh my god, it's good." I'm like, "We call you that because we can't pronounce your Instagram name." He's like, "My name is whatever his name is," and I was like, "Look, Erica, it's <laughs> still continued to call him that." Um, and he, he he stopped by before his birthday. Like he was having a birthday something. People were celebrating. No, he told me like he was he went to a birthday party. It was his no, birthday. It, it was for him. Shut up. Yeah, he's, oh that's god. why he left quickly. Oh my god. I know. Um. 
And then and then my the guy that I went on the date with didn't even make it to the show because he got in a fucking car accident on the way there. Oh yeah. Um, shout out to him. Hi, what's up? I had, I, had, I mean, I went on a couple good dates. I had, a, I had a good time. Um, what else? I don't know. I just uh, I just like also like just going back to the show. Like I couldn't believe that women drove from like far places to come Tennessee to, to like like. Um, Nashville. Some, like, I couldn't believe that. Like this one woman even came up to me and like got emotional because she was talking about our episode with, um, uh, the black midwife. Oh my god, why can't why am I drawing a blank on her name right now? Rasha. 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 Tahani. Rasha Tahani. Um, Tahini. That's a lot of people's favorite episode. Yeah. My friend she, Sydney, who's not even black, loves that episode. Yeah. She was just saying she was talking about her her birthing story and it was just so cool. Um. But aside from all those things in Atlanta, after Atlanta, bitch, I was so depressed. Like, I I think, like, everything, all the anxieties, all of, like, Settled. the adrenaline, all the things I kind of had been neglecting over the last two months because I've been putting so much energy into this kind of all hit me at once because after I left Atlanta, I went to Florida and I was alone. And I just felt so heavy and overwhelmed and like sad and I just had to like I feel better now but like there's just been a few a few things like that have been unsettling for me with like my Irie's dad and like thinking that I'm over it when I'm really not like I thought I, I really thought like I was really moving f- I am moving forward and I have been moving forward but there's things about our relationship that I'm still holding on to and I, it wasn't it was only brought to my attention after I finally like got so much of the stress that I've been dealing with out of the way and then I had to get back to like reality, reality. and uh, I just like all just kind of hit me and also like thinking about like just there was a there was this thing that came out yesterday this other podcast that had him on that like really triggered me and uh you didn't listen to it did you no but just the title of it just triggered Mm. me and the the fact that i knew he was going to be on there talking about all of his sex just made me escapades escapades just made me feel really weird even though like i talk about my sex escapades so like i can't really be i can't be upset about any of it because we're not together right um but it's still triggering it's just triggering and he had mentioned something about our podcast like me saying something that he's offended by which i don't know which one of you motherfuckers listening is reporting my shit to my baby daddy but if so fuck you and stop listening thank you um it's just like it was just like all a lot and i called my mom yesterday because i was like just upset and like crying and she's like well she's like you know it's she's like it took me 10 years to get over your dad i was like 10 years she said that yeah great i was like 10 i was like you only were with him for like two and a half I was like, I was, with, I was with mine for like seven years. And she's like, it's not about the time. It's about how deep it was, how deep your love is for that person. I was like, well, fuck, my shit was deep as fuck. So what does that mean for me? Like, and it's not even that I really want to, it's not that I, I, I don't know. There's, I think it's like the morning of like, I'm still mourning the, what it could, what it should, what I felt like it should have been and what I deserve and what I want. And she was like, you know, and I told her, I was like, I don't want 
to have to ha- start a relationship with someone to get over it. I want to be strong enough to be alone on my own to move past it. And she's like, and you, she's like, yeah, and that's important. But like, also, you might meet someone along the way that helps, and that's okay. What are you watching? Our show? Yeah, our okay. video. Um, and so she was like, you know what you need to do, Erica? You need to just, and she's like, I know you talk a lot about manifesting. Like, you need to like really think about what you want out of a man. Like, every little detail. And she said specifically, and this really stuck with me, was like, don't be modest. Don't be afraid to ask for the big things. Don't be afraid. I know what she was saying. Don't be afraid to say, like, he needs to be rich. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's okay. And I was like, you're so right, because I spend so much time talking about all the things I don't want, all the things I won't put up with, that I never really talk about the things that I really, really, truly do want. And I told Jamila last night, I was like, okay, tomorrow's episode, we're going to talk about Atlanta, but I also want to talk, I want to like set in stone and say the things out loud, the things that I want to manifest for my man. And I was like, I want to be like Sierra because Sierra <laughs> talked about this. She did. She talked about this. She the, asked God. She asked God and she- And God be coming through, someone, clearly. Someone asked her like, how the fuck did you get in right. Russell? And she's like, I literally asked specifically for, for things- it. And I really thought about it yesterday. Like, what are those things? Like, there are like the oh, I want you to be funny. I want you to like support my dreams. Be and, honest. Um, and in ways, I feel like I've, I, I've I've encountered men that encompass certain things that I didn't get out of my last relationship. But there's a lot of things that I, I feel like I haven't found. That I even told Jamila like, when what is the work that we're doing mm. to get those men? You know, because like we we ask all these things and we want all those things and they might be right there, but we're, but not, we're not appealing appealing to them mm-hmm. because we haven't done the work. on this and right. this and that. And like so, I was just thinking about like I asked Jamila, I was like, so we should think about like what it is, like what is it that we want? And for me, like again, like I want this healing to come, and I've been healing on my own for a while now, and I don't want it to be in this in the in the form of a man that comes in and saves me from whatever the the residual sadness I still have for for him. Um, but I also don't want to not think about what I want, like, you know, and not and not and not be like true to myself and saying, yeah, at some point I, I do want a relationship. Well, I realized in this trip that first of all when I got back on the plane, I felt really drained. And it reminded me of how I felt a lot of times when I lived there because there were so many people that I gave energy to. And that's and a part of it is me because I, I, I kind of take from that too. Um, but even being reaffirmed by people who were significant in my life but not as significant as I think as I were in their lives. But them validating me, even friends, like this is what you're supposed to be doing. I'm so happy to see you in this space. This seems really aligned with who you are. I knew that, that you had bigger things, you know, like I knew that this was something, like I knew that you had this or that or you were this person and you were special. And people who love me validating me reminded me like it's okay not to be modest. Like I'm a good person. I'm a, people are like, People seek me because I'm I'm a giver and I and I have things to provide and to give, and and so say, speaking about not being modest about the things you want, I have no reason like you have no reason to be modest about the things we want. And granted, we're not exactly where we want to be. We both realize that there's growth that needs to happen and there's things that need to to be attained to get to those places. But I also don't feel like. I don't, because I thought about this, I don't feel like I need a man to, like, bring me out of anything. And I, I 
for sure have attachments. Like, you know, you already know, to my baby daddy and to that situation. And as, as I think a lot of baby moms do, despite the fact that he, it was a, a very abusive relationship, I still love him. And that has a lot to say about me. But I do kind of feel like if I could if I could bring the, the right person, find the right person and align with the right person with all the things that I really want, I don't think there's anything wrong with that helping you heal. I don't think there's anything wrong with that helping you realize, oh, this is what I deserve and this is not. And sometimes when we're used to certain things, we gravitate towards that because we're comfortable with it. And it just, it was just like the whole trip overall, like was affirmative, but also draining in a good way because it made me realize like, I have energy, positive, good energy to give, but it needs to be focused and deliberated towards the people that deserve it. And I deserve that exchange and it deserves to be an even exchange. And if that is what needs to happen to help me move away from the toxic relationship that I'm somewhat still attached to, that's cool. I'm, I'm okay with that. And I'm not saying I need it to grow or to get to the next level because obviously I'm still going to continue to do that. But I'm like, you, like your mom said, I'm not going to be modest about the things that I want because I, I, I realized like people overall are just like, you can't be like, oh, I'm the shit. You can't be like, oh, that's because that's a really great quality of mine. Like people, I'm, I haven't been really taught to be that way. And most people aren't, I would say, well, some people are, but it's okay. I think the more we hone in on what we deserve. Well, I think a lot of times when you people are single, when people are asking like, what do you want in a relationship? People are like, oh, we're well, never going to find the perfect person. So you can't ask for that. You can't ask for this and that. Like if you didn't get this, would you accept that? So I think that's where it's like, well, we, we start we start talking about relationships in a place of like already a deficit. Like, okay, I can't ask for that. Right. Well, you know, he doesn't have to be so rich. That's not a, like, oh, you're a gold digger. Okay, you want a six pack and a big dick? Relax. Calm down. You can't have a- both. And a big wallet. Oh, wait, and a big wallet. Oh, and he's got to make you laugh. Oh, and he's got to love your child as well. Calm down. Like, oh, and he's got to love his family. Oh, like he's got to be thoughtful and romantic. Yeah, I want all those things. Absolutely. Like. You know, all those things, it doesn't have, they don't have to show up immediately in, in, in within, but I, w- I want someone that wants to grow with yeah, me. Yeah, and, and has the, the ability to do so. And I always say this, I, I, I kind of need and want someone who maybe is a little older than me, maybe is a little bit more established than me, because, bitch, I need a mentor. Okay, okay but even that, not maybe. You have to be specific. Yeah, like, I do. I do. There are things that I, areas I need help in, and I would benefit from a partner that are motivated in the areas that I'm not motivated. I would benefit, like, I feel like in my past relationships, I'm constantly, like, not just giving in energy, but teaching, opening mm-hmm. minds. Mm-hmm. And even, like, my ex-girlfriend, she's like, you opened up my mind in so many ways. She's super country. She's from Georgia or whatever, but she's like, there's so many things you showed me that I had no idea about. And I was just like, I had no idea that, I shifted you in this many ways, you know, just like by being myself. But there are things that I need from people, like, you know, I I want to be learning from the next person. I don't want to be teaching all the time. Me too. I don't have enough. I don't, I need, I need, I don't have enough to, to teach and to grow and to open up your mind. Like I need someone to be able to like do that for me as well. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to feel guilty by, about saying that. No, I don't either. And, like, you would have asked me, like, I think, well, I think also age changes things and responsibility. But, like, I used to always tell my mom, like, I used to think my mom was super shallow because she would always judge my boyfriends when I was so young. Like, I was a teen, like, late, early 20s. Like, Like, of course they didn't didn't have their shit together, you know? But now I get it. It's like, it's not even about having your shit together in your 20s. It's like, okay, but you can, when you're that young, though, you see the motivation in someone. Like, what, what, like, do they have drive? You know, and 
for me now as a 31 year old almost 32 my birthday is in four days oh yeah almost 32 year old woman like there's there's things that I definitely require and there's things that I want like I want my partner to be wealthy not just like light wealthy have money like I want you to be wealthy because I don't want money to ever play a factor in the thing in, in, in our access and why we can't do things. Uh, and the reason I ask that is because I plan on being wealthy. And and people really get people turn their nose up at these type of comments. And I've had these conversations before. Let me explain why this is important. Because if I want to have a family with you, we need to be on the same page on what type of lifestyle we want to live. If your ideal settled down, and this is fine if this is what your ideal is. Having a home in suburbia, maybe it's a four bedroom, maybe two cars, two car garage, and that's what it is. That's cool. I want like, I want a place in like each coast. I want to go on a yacht excursion for the summer. <laughs> for real, like with my friends. Like, yeah. let's, let's get the families together and let's get on this yacht at this in the south of France and, you know, and in the south of Italy and like, let's go for a month and take the nanny. These are the things I think of. And if you think that's too crazy, we don't need to be together. Because I'm going to be constantly frustrated by your limits. By your limits and your limited mind. And when I say wealthy, yes, I absolutely mean financially. But I also mean in spirit. I also mean in so many other ways. But... I do definitely mean in your pockets because yes, I want to. I want to travel. I want to show my daughter and maybe our future children that there's nothing that you can't do. And unfortunately, we live in a society where monetary acts, where monetary money, money is d- determines your access in a lot of ways. Not always, influence does as well. But your freedom. But yes, if I want to be like fuck it, like I'm, I don't want to be here this weekend anymore. Like I want to like let's let's fly up to so and like let's just fly up for the weekend. That's the type of shit I want to be able to do because that's the type of person I am. That's how I thrive. I like new experiences. I like new food. I like new places. I like to travel. And I don't like to be... I mean, anybody who has ever stressed over money, which is everybody, nobody... That's not anything I want to do for forever. It's not something I plan on doing. So I, I don't feel any shame. And you know what I notice? All my gold diggery friends, every single one who's always been that way, always has been, and, I'm, and even when I was like, oh, she's a little bit much... Every single one of those bitch got a, a man with a coin. Yeah, well, absolutely. That's I like, mean, whether there's, there's love in it or not, it's a different story. And I'm, I'm, I'm not willing to compromise that. But security is really important to me. And I like to date older guys. So, yeah, I hope that you're in a better position than me. So that's, that's I wouldn't say, I don't know if that's number one, but it's definitely up there. I don't even know if there's, I, I think there's probably like a numerical order, possibly. I haven't figured that out, but I know that that's definitely one that I'm asking for and I'm manifesting and it's important to me. And if you can't, like you said, like if you're limited in your mind thinking and you think that I'm too much asking for that, then we're not going to, we're not, we're, we're going to bump heads and I'm going to end up feeling like I have to dim myself because you're not on the same page of like where I'm trying to be and where I want you to be. And you have to be generous. You can't be just rich and stingy. Like I think I and, and I I went out with a guy when I was there and he um he got my plane ticket and he was like, "Well, if I'm trying to date you, I, I like I help I help. I want to help if I'm da- trying to date you." I'm like, "Yeah. I I think so too." <laughs> but that's like I in even in dating Young Bay who was like so young I had to constantly, like, train him on, like, listen, like, 
you see me struggling offer you yes. have it yes offer that that's an, yeah that's another thing too is like I don't want to have to ask and if I ask don't make me ask twice right like that's another thing I don't want to have to ask because that's what I have encountered in the past and it's just like don't ask me again if I still need it. And you know what Young Bay used to bring? Yes, I still, still need, need it. Because you haven't given it to me. <laughs> um, Young Bay used to say something, like, bring, when I would bring these type of things up, like, um, he would bring up, like, oh, but you want to be all, all equal with, like, feminism and, and Fuck men. That. That's That's not the that's same. Such a, that's such a, they don't go hand, hand in hand. hand. And Because you're, at the end of the day, like, yeah, like, men have historically been providers. And I'm not saying that... If I was, first of all, if I was rich and I wanted to date a nigga who wasn't on the same page as me, I would more, I would not have an issue giving. That's the, that's the thing, and that's why, that's, that's and that's why thing. I don't I have an issue saying it because I know if, if I, I have, it, I, will I will give it. And and if I believe in you, and I'm like, oh, this nigga has drive, and he has he has he has ideas, and he has places to grow, and I believe in that. I without a without a shadow of a doubt, I would do that. And so, yeah, that's why I don't think it's, like, whoever makes it first, let's make it work. But in this, you know, like, if you have it, let's, yeah, don't make me have to ask you twice. I hate that. Yeah. And another one, another thing that I realize is also important to me is humor and being, and, like, if you can make me laugh and if our humor is aligned. And if you can roll with the punches. Like, but specifically, can you make me laugh? Because that's what I've realized is so important to me. I went on a date in New York with someone and it was cool, but I felt like, and it was a first date, so who knows, but like, and then I went on a date with my art bae out there who is like so funny and oh, like, yeah. girl, I have to tell you, oh my God, I didn't tell you the story. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, side note. Okay, so I went on this hinge date like three months ago with this guy who I met in New York and we had a great time and I've been trying to get back to New York for work, and I and I wanted to like hang out with him and see him again, go on a date. We've been talking on it, like we talk pretty consistently over the phone and in text. And so when I went to New York after I think it was like after Atlanta, um, I I went. We I met him in Brooklyn, and I was like, what should I wear? Like, should I wear my hair down? What to do? And so like. I actually called Reese, and she was like, wear your hair down, and you can put some red lipstick on. I was like, yes, bitch, you're right. Oh, I think you did tell me. I, I saw, I don't know. Wait, no. Yeah, I don't think I told you the story. So there's this, like, I think I read it in our DMs. Okay, so, okay, I think yeah, you, you told did. someone did. I told, I told Melanie. <laughs> so there's this brand that, like, I always support because it's black-owned, and, like, I put this lipstick on, and it's bomb, right? I've worn it a bunch of times, never made out in it, though. So we go out, we're having a great time, we're dancing, we go back to his house, we're, like, smoking the bong. We start making out, bitch. We're like making out for like 15 minutes. I pull back and he's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, what? He's like, oh my God. And I was like, what? He's like, go look in the mirror, bitch. My whole face, not like smeared across my lips, like from here to here, all red, even on my forehead was red. I And, and on top of that, I smoked a bong. I looked fucking like a crackhead I was like, <laughs> my eyes were all like low and like red bloodshot I was like semi drunk like I look in the mirror and I'm like oh my god so I go in there and I start like wiping my face bitch my face was stained red I couldn't get it off I just had red everywhere. Did you put like oil or like lotion? Bitch, I'm at his house. These are fucking oils. Lotion? Like, I just was, I was just stained red. Then he comes in. He has red all over his face. His <sighs> beard is red. Like everything is red. And this reminded me when he said bong. Oh. Oof. Hey, is there a lighter here? I saw one somewhere. Uh-huh. Keep going. Um, anyway, it was so 
embarrassing. So I left because, bitch, it was crazy. But but anyway, what I was getting to is that like making me laugh is so important. It's important to like my attraction to you, my la- my long lasting attraction to you. Right, right. Like if if you can't make me laugh because I'm fucking funny too. Like, right, right. Like it's not one sided. Not right. Like, I'm, I'm gonna too. make you laugh too. <laughs> you know, like. I need something to make me laugh and that you're not taking things too seriously yeah, all like, the time. Yeah, like, I could get stressed out. So you can't be, like, a very stressed out person. Too. I also need someone that's, like, forgiving of my, like... I feel like I'm a communicator, but sometimes my communication can be, like, poor, even though I am communicating. Like, I realize that sometimes, like, I'm emotional when I'm communicating. I'm trying to work on that. But to someone that's, like, going to be... Not take my, my moodiness too personally... Um, I want someone that is six feet and over. I can't do anything below that. You have to have a big dick. I just can't do anything. I could do. And you have to have give like good head. You have a big dick, and you also have to be freaky. Like want to. You have to explore explore sexually, sexually, or else I'm going to cheat on you. I'm gonna get bored. It has to be like fun, fun, comfortable sex that we can explore together. I need someone that values family, Mm -hmm. like goes and sees their family. If their family doesn't live here, I need to know that you make an effort to go see them. Because I've learned in the past, like, through multiple relationships, the men that I've dated, they they have family out of state, and they don't go see them. And it, it's, it always shows me, it always shows up somehow in our life. Like, how you deal with me. How you deal with my family. That's very true. That's true. Like, and yeah. it's like, it's like a lot of times you feel like it's not important because it's like, well, I mean, they well, don't I live mean, here. Like, no, you need to make that effort. I need to know that family is a priority the, to you. And the family dynamic. Because I, I've dated someone who's close with their family, it appeared, but, like, they weren't. And, like, they, I don't know. Like, there was some distance. And so I feel like I was always trying to, like, be the connector between them and the family. And it was just it's strange. But I also, on that same note, side note, I went, I hung out with this the same guy who I said, you know, I was like, I'm trying to date you, so. And I went to his house and, like, pictures of his daughter and him everywhere. And I was like, this is so great. He's like, oh, I just framed, like, framed photos everywhere. And he's like, you know, tell me how close <coughs> him and his baby mom are. Damn, it tastes good. It what does. This is sweet. I don't know. This is from the butch party. Really good. They, they hang out all the time. And, you know, they have a really good relationship. And I was like, yeah, that's... And then he goes home to, to New Orleans all the time to visit his mom and dad. And I was just like, okay, that is that is important to me, too. And and you, how your relationship is with your family is shows how your relationship, if we're going to start a family, and how that will that will play out, too. Um, also, you need to be okay with public displays of affection. Period. You... I think I, someone who's, like, slightly I, obsessed with so me. So, like, Art Bay, we were making, we, like, I started kissing him outside of the bar, and he was uncomfortable, and that irritated Young me. Young Bay did that to me a few times, and it irritated I'm me. I'm like, look, I'm not trying to suck your dick in public. In public, but. but... like, I need to, like, grab my ass. Show me some affection. Show me, like, that's what makes me feel, like, that's the passion that I like. I like... I, like when I'm old and gray and I'm still horny, like I want you, I want to, slap you my ass to like make Walmart. out with me in the back seat of the car while our kids drive us to the movies. Yes, like, like I want passion like that long term. I don't forever. like anyone being inhibited inhibited as far as like public displays of affection. I, I don't like, and that. I know that's not for everyone, and that's cool. But that's what I want. Me too. I want you to love me boldly and loudly, no matter who's watching, no matter where we're at. That's important to me, and I, I need to feel like lusted after like I need to know you're super attracted to me sexually and you respect me and I think also me being how I am I'm a flirt I dance with everyone at the party I want somebody who's going to almost encourage it like yes Mm -hmm. yes boo 
She doing that. Break it down, baby. <laughs> and see, for me, I want someone that's going to be like, you're mine. Get over here. And, and then occasionally pull me over. I want that. I want a little bit of, I think you need more of that than I do. Yeah. I need more of like the security of like this is our shit and it's unbreakable I, and no one is infiltrating that. And I know that's what you want too. I'm not saying that's you don't. But like I I'm not I'm not, I'm moody as fuck. So you know, sometimes I can be that free spirit that's gonna go dance around the party, but sometimes I don't try to talk to anybody and I just wanna be in the corner making out with my man. But I just think more than more than anything, it's just whatever vibe I'm on, I don't wanna be shamed. For, for being a people person and doing like you know mm-hmm. being around people because that's so much of who I am I just don't like sometimes we can't be in the corner making out but I don't want you to make me feel bad for being who I am and doing what I'm gonna do I want you to be like oh that's Jamila I want someone who is invested in my career yes and who's like let's think about it okay, let's, let's see. I think oh that's a good idea for you or like baby. oh I know someone you should meet right and really do that right. really connect those dots for me right um that's like excited about what I'm doing because I'm gonna be excited about what you're doing. I'm always like, so whenever I meet someone that's I'm like, the fan. I yeah. want I, I want to pump people up. I'm like, wow, that's an amazing idea. And if I have an idea, I'm like, I'm I'm that type of person too. Like, I want to be your cheerleader. I don't, I don't and, and you and not feel intimidated and feel like it's somehow diminishing. Like the other when I was in New York, uh, I went to Nicole her Precious Dreams Foundation gala, and Miguel was one of the um, keynote speakers. And afterwards, Miguel and Nicole are really good friends, and so we all went out with him and his wife Nas, who's they're they're both like so cool, like real down to earth people, like for real, for real. And he was so excited to like, cause she has a podcast too. She's like her podcast is doing really well, and he was just pumping her up and just talking about her to everyone and how proud he is. And it was like, I was like, wow. That's so beautiful. Yes, I like that. Like that's like, so beautiful. Yes, like yes. it's not about you because it it probably is mostly always about, about him. him, and the fact that like he was pumping he, her up. Yeah, I I, I need and that. It was and natural, want, and he wanted to. Yeah, right, it it's wasn't like, like I'm so proud of you because this is what you're you're doing big things. Yes, I know, and I I just keep saying Young Bay because he's the only person I dated last this year. He, I told I've said this before. Like I think we did a beach meetup or we did some type of meetup, and he was just like I don't really get the point. And I was just like, you don't get the point of shit. <laughs> you don't get me then. You're not understanding the, what I'm, the work I'm doing. You don't value it. And then, I mean, you're not a mom, but like, yes, this type of shit is important. Because I'm like, he has a very like nine to five job. And, I, and I'm like, so what else makes you happy? What are you passionate about? You could do whatever you, this isn't, doesn't have to be the end of what you do. You could do stuff, t- take time to do like, you want to do this? I'm the pumper upper of people. If you can't pump me up mutually, it's pointless. It's actually draining. Yeah. Another thing, too, is obviously loving my child. Like, and, and you know, and for, for, for some time, like, I don't really, because I've never really had a relationship serious enough to have Irie around someone like that. But, like, I've heard other people be like, you don't have to love my child, but you just have to, like. No. Lo- you can't you even know, take me You have to, like, that. you know. Not, she don't have to t- She's not yours. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Like, it's not that I don't. Uh, Irie has a father. You know what I mean? But, like, I want someone that is loves my child, wants to. If you're going to be with me all the time, that you're, like, participating in the things I'm participating in. Including- which is enriching her life, teaching her things, and, like. 
I don't know, like encouraging her. And that's also like, I want to have more kids. That's going to let me know that like when we do, like what kind of father you're going to be if you're not a father already. Like who knows if this person I'm manifesting has children. It's that for me is not a requirement, but I'm definitely not like opposed to it. I feel like maybe men, maybe I'm assuming because I've never really dated one, but like I'm assuming maybe men with kids, some who are good fathers, you know, they understand the important, they understand, um, the value of time, responsibility, just a little bit have this deeper sense of like how fragile and important life is. Because I know that's what parenthood's taught my, my me. My role is much bigger. I'm, I'm, I, have, I have a lot of purpose, but like my number one role is this child. And if you're a part of my life and my partner, you absolutely have to be on the same page. Right. And also making my life easier knowing that I have a child. Like if I, if you know I have a kid, don't expect me to come out to you every all the time anymore. Like, make my life easier. Mm-hmm. How can I help you today? Like, if what? you see something needs to be done, just do it. Right. Yeah. Like, so I think also someone who's really like culturally aware. Like, oh, that's so true. That's that too. That's another thing. Like, I mean, think about this list that we're creating. Like, this is a lot of things, and people. Like, I think even me in the past, I've been like, that's too much. I can't ask for all these things. No, you absolutely can't. And you need to. You have to. Yeah. Or else you won't get what you want. And that's why a lot of us are out here just like, oh, he's a nice guy. Mm -hmm. Nice guy is not enough. He doesn't have this, but he does that. Yeah. And I've done that. Oh, all the time I've done that. That's all I've ever done. And it doesn't mean that those people aren't good people and aren't worthy of love, but they're just not your people. And that doesn't mean that this person that you manifest won't fall short sometimes. This person is not perfect either. I don't want perfect. No, I'm not perfect. But I need sprinkles of things. I, I need big portions and sprinkles of things. And I need to ask for all of them or none of them are going to be in the right, mix. Right, right, specifically. You know? Yeah, culturally is so important. Like, pri- like, yeah, just cultural awareness and understanding, like, my... I need adventure. I need an adventure partner. Spontaneity. I want an adventure life part Adventurer. Like, I want to... There's so many things I haven't done. And I think sometimes... What I what I realized Excitement. too is, is that I'm waiting to share oper- like experiences with someone when that's I, I shouldn't do that you know like there's things I ha- like I could go try I, I do travel a lot but there's things I haven't seen maybe waiting like maybe oh, one day I'll go that with someone, someone yeah. you know and it's like I want someone that's just like already doing that and, and it's gonna to help do it, yeah. it's gonna maybe even encourage right. that more in me right inspire it more yeah. you know so I want someone spiritual yeah and me too. I need you to have some sense of like spirituality, spiritual growth, like purpose. What's your purpose? Like you know, I think those things are really important. Not and not necessarily like religious. Actually, probably not religious, but just have some spiritual accountability, like some sort of ethics, morality. <laughs> anyway, the point is, and like I just feel like we as women, if we want to. I don't know, manifest this partner. Like, we have to really ask for those things and not be just internalizing it all the time and say it out loud. Like, I think that's all the things that I've said out loud that I really, really meant have happened. You know, I said to you, let's do this podcast. Let's do it. And then we, and we did it. Did it yeah. And then we just kept talking and it's just continued. You know, let's do an event. Let's do a yeah. show. Oh, right, right. Okay, fine. Let's do it. I didn't just internalize it in my head and say it in my head right, or right. write it down even. I said it out loud. I mean, I think it's important to write things down as well. But like, 
that I think that that idea works in so many different ways, and it can. I, I have hope. <laughs> I'm hoping. <laughs> Not hope. Okay. I'm hoping that it. I think that's just how the world. I just think how that that's how shit works. I think that's how life works. I think you put it out there, you believe it, and then you. you I'm, I'm a firm believer in the. What is it? The secret, mm-hmm. the the like the law of attraction. If you if you believe it's yours, you deserve it. You talk about it, like it's yours. Mm-hmm. And we've proven that so many times, even in the slightest ways. Talking about fucking Coachella, talking about this song, boom, boom, that shit was weird. That shit was crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's like the universe, God, spirit, telling you this is how the shit works. Mm-hmm. Stop playing. Mm-hmm. You can have it. Mm-hmm. That's it. So I believe it. And that's why I don't be tripping. Like, I be fucking up, you know, chilling with baby daddy, doing this, doing that. But I'm like, no, this is not it. (laughs) (laughs) This is not, you're not it. This is not it. But because I know there's something like this. And I think even with this, we both know, like, there's this bigger, there's this bigger picture. There's this bigger thing. People are like, what's the angle? And I'm like, just wait and see. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. Um, are we gonna? Um, should we do? A, it's time for horror stories, guys. Uh, 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 horror stories. Highly horrific tales. Brought to you by Good Moms. <clears throat> okay. Hori. I was dating this guy for a couple of months when I went to a party with him and at his friend's house, who I had never met before. I get really feisty and horny when I drink, and there was this dude there making fun of special ed people, so I told the guy to shut the fuck up, or I was going to knock his ass out. Okay, girl, you tell them. My type of girl. I was like, oh my god, is this about me? (laughs) (laughs) He continued to make dumb jokes and pissing me off more, so the guy I was with told him, man, she's not kidding around. She's kind of crazy, so you might want to shut up. Something about him saying that to the the douchebag dude turned me on. No, turned me on. (laughs) Five minutes later, me and my guy were chilling on the couch, and next thing I know, he had his hand up my skirt, trying to secretly finger me in front of everyone, and I did not give a fuck. I even said, hold on, I'll be right back. Went and took off my panties and came back for more. I was was like, ah. Uh, I was rubbing on his dick through his pants, trying to be nonchalant, but people were definitely catching on. Then my drunk ass got on his lap. (laughs) (laughs) told him to whip it out and I sat on his dick trying to discreetly ride him while we were having a full blown conversation with people oh my god (laughs) like what were you drinking that night that sounds amazing eventually we snuck away to their their spare bedroom and had some nasty nasty sex while everyone else listened we probably should have gone in there from the beginning but whatever I was so horny I didn't care we now have two kids and just got married (gasps) Oh, and those friends don't talk to us anymore. <laughs> talk about manifestation, yes, right? right? That That's was perfect. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Just like we said, if you want the freaky, fun family, <laughs> you yes. can do that. You can do that. That's so cool. Goals. I'm really horny now. <laughs> I like made me horny. Actually. That was a really hot one. <sighs> Look how cute she is too. She's hair dresser. Oh yeah. Oh. Amazing. I was like, you're my type of girl. I, I said, the only thing I wish is I wish you would have punched that guy in the face. Right. That would have been <laughs> while you ride, while you rode his dick. Right. <laughs> um, wow. Well, we've been talking a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. So we got to go. The kids are coming. Luna must leave. And 
Got a doctor's appointment. Yeah. Okie dokie. See you guys next week. Make sure to watch this episode on our Patreon, Search Good Moms, Bad Choices. You're going to want to see that car head situation. You really... Well, <laughs> I'm in, like... I'm going to... I need to try that. I didn't even think about that as an option. I think it was... The, I'm not... I think the dashboard and the seat is where I propped Well, that's my, a perfect level. Yeah, and I propped my... And I, like, bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Patreon. Uh, <laughs> there are sex moves on there. Car sex moves. Do you know what music you were listening to at the time? Mm. Try to paint the scene. <laughs> Up tempo, Atlanta. <laughs> Up tempo. So, DaBaby? <laughs> I think it was DaBaby. I've been listening to a lot of DaBaby all week long. Literally, if you text me one more time about DaBaby, bitch, anytime I ask her about a song for anything, she's like, well, DaBaby. I'm like, bitch. Mira only listens to DaBaby. So, I'm like, do DaBaby, baby. It's called Baby by DaBaby. <laughs> but it was just, like, yeah, he, what's the other one? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't the name know. of his album is something the baby too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And there's um, another ba- little baby. There's another little baby. I, I can't keep up. Which one's the cute one? The baby. No, I think little. I don't know. Okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> too high. Um, also, make sure to go on our website, follow our newsletter, and should we post all the pictures from our live show on our like on our website? Is there a way to like click to download, like click to look at them? Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, there is. Okay, so look at our live show pictures on our website, Good Moms oh, Bad Choices. Great. Now you've com. made me have to do something before we air this, but okay. Let's I mean, I, I mean, I know I need to do it. Anyway. I could do it. It's fine. We need to do it anyway. It's fucking out of the fucking link. Um, <laughs> you see how irresponsible we are now. Um, GoodMomsBadChoices.com. Oh, merch. We have new merch. New merch coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, good moms underscore bad choices. I'm about to post the, sh- the, uh, the reel from our show. We should go check it out. Lots of beautiful women, lots of ass shaking. Can't wait. All right, y'all. Uh, see you guys next week. Bye. Bitch, I do pimp shit. Huh? Oh, you on simp shit? Hey, he say you all about money. Yeah, I'm on that cash shit. You know how these bitches love me? Why? Cause baby don't give a fuck. What you do? I be fixing the weed while she sucking my dick. Pull it out, then I titty fuck. I fuck up from the back and she nasty, killing her. Know how I give it up. I be cool on them, bitch, ain't no pressure. Till I met this little freak, her name Meg. Did the thing here style. Look how she walk, look how she talk, she sexy. I like when they pretty and ghetto. Type of bitch that don't even say hello. And whenever we fuck, she be fucking me back. Put her in the headlock with my elbow. Now she done reversed. Got a bone and dick and ride this shit like a Camaro. Huh? I can't be fucked with, nope. Oh, you can't touch this. Hey, bitch, I do rich shit.